0: Welcome to Walk Through the Bible, Susan Michael's 12-month journey through the most exciting book on the planet. It will transform your life one page at a time. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes that will ignite your faith and bring your Bible to life. Now, let's join our host, Susan Michael. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Walk Through the Bible. This is week 17 and today we're going to be talking about our reading this week, which is found on pages 509 to 540 or uh, in the Daily Bible, or they're the dates of April 23rd through the 29th in the Daily Bible. So this week we're reading through many of the Psalms. And as I explained last week, in the Daily Bible, the Psalms are in a completely different order than in your regular Bible. Uh, In the regular Bible, there's 150 Psalms, and they're divided up into five books. And the order isn't really very obvious when you're reading through the Psalms uh, in your Bible. But it is true that Psalm 1 and 2 uh, give a really great introduction to many of the themes that are found in the Psalms. And then the last Psalm, 150, is like this great crescendo of praise to the Lord. So in a way, there is an overall order, but they're really just a book of songs. And so if you can imagine opening up your hymnal at church, what we used to have in church were called hymnals. And uh, it was a book of songs, for those of you who don't use a hymnal in your church. That's what Psalms is, and it was divided up into five different books of all these songs. So in the Daily Bible, um, he took the ones that we know when they were written because they tell us it's during this specific time in the story. And so we have already read through some of the Psalms and they were a part of our reading and our chronology in the story. And then there are some of the Psalms that are going to appear much later in our reading because we know they were written much later. But the bulk of them, about 112 Psalms, are divided into three major subjects, or or four, I should say, subjects. And um, so this week, we continued in our reading of the Psalms of a Troubled Soul. These psalms are just so comforting and so encouraging, no matter what your trouble may be. Uh, You can read through these psalms and just find encouragement as you cry out to the Lord, along with the psalmist. And then we started in the second category of psalms about the righteous and the wicked. And these psalms also, many times in our life, we feel like that we were right. We didn't do anything wrong, but yet someone else has done something really wrong. And either we're suffering because of it or they're not suffering because of it. And we read these Psalms and it's just, yes, it just expresses our heart and our cry to God that he would vindicate us when we are right. And um, and so those Psalms are the bulk of what we're reading this week. And um, so I want to take a minute and just mention something that you may have noticed that the Psalms are, I call them songs because they were sung. We just don't know the tune, they were sung to. But you could also call them poetry. And very, very common within the poetry of the Psalms is a, a genre called parallelism. And so in the parallelism, Oftentimes, the psalmist will say something, and then they'll repeat it in the second line. They just say it differently. And there's different types of parallelism. There's parallelism, where the first line and the second line are say the same thing. They just say it differently. And then there's contrasting parallelism, where the first line and the second line actually say the opposite. But the point here is that this is poetry. And as you're reading it, get into the feel of it, how that there's a line and then it's repeated, or there's a line and then it's contrasted, or there's a line and the number of syllables matches the next line. And of course, uh, that doesn't happen in English because it's written originally in Hebrew, but the feeling of it, it's like it's the same and um, and enjoy the poetry of it also as you're reading. And then there are some psalms that are called didactic psalms, and that means they actually were written in order to instruct. And we have that in Psalm 1. Um, psalm 1 is an, a didactic uh, type of psalm, and, and in Psalm 1, it links praises to Torah observance or observing the commandments of the Lord, that that is a part of worship and, um, and that individuals that pattern their lives after the Torah will be blessed. So um, as you're reading through this, this week, you know, I just wanted to mention those few things and mainly just let the Psalms minister to your heart wherever you are in life and in your walk with the Lord. Let them minister to you. And don't skip over the Psalms. Uh, Take your time and go through them. Now, um, I want to mention something else that's not obvious in your reading uh, in the Daily Bible, the way he has the Psalms arranged. This week, uh, you will be reading Psalm 120 and I believe 121. And so I want to take a minute here to talk about a series of psalms that begin with 120 to 134. And these are called the Psalms of Ascent. Now, you, you didn't read all of them this week. But if you were reading through your original Bible, then you would have been reading 120 to 134. They were kind of considered a special grouping of songs that were sung together kind of at the same time and Psalms of Ascent. So the idea is that three times a year when the Israelites would come up to Jerusalem to worship the Lord and to celebrate the feast, that they would sing these psalms as they made that trip. Because keep in mind, some of them traveled for days on foot and on caravan and on wagons uh, to get up to Jerusalem. And so these were the psalms that they would intentionally sing uh, during that trip. But it's also believed that the priest uh, sang them when they ascended the stairs to the temple. And also, that the exiles sang them as they returned back to the land from exile. So with that in mind, I want to read to you a few of uh, just some lines from the Psalms of Ascent, starting with Psalm 120. I'm going to start with 121. I want you to get the feel here. Imagine yourself an exile, leaving Babylon, And you're going to be walking and traveling for weeks to get to the Holy Land, to get back home to Zion that you've been praying for and longing for. And so just listen to this. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you. Now, think about the dangers of a trip. Think about the physical strain and difficulties of a trip. What if you get ill along the way? What if you stumble and fall? It says here, he will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you is not going to slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Can't you just picture that? They're traveling and they're saying the Lord's going to keep you. The sun is not going to smite you by day or the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He will preserve your soul. The Lord will preserve your going out and you're coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Wow. And then uh, moving on, the next Psalm, Psalm of Ascent. I was glad when they said to me, come, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Meaning, come, let us go up to Jerusalem, to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Where all the tribes, all the tribes of Israel, go up, the tribes of the Lord, as a witness to Israel, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For thrones are set there for judgment in the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, the psalmist is speaking about, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your, your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and my companions, I will now say, Peace be unto you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good, meaning the good of Jerusalem because the house of the Lord was there. Psalm 123, Unto you I lift my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of the servant look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. See the parallelism there? So our eyes look to the Lord our God, until He has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us. Do you see how that as they're coming up to Jerusalem, they're looking up to the mountains. The mountains are all around Jerusalem. And at a certain point, they actually break through those mountains and they see Jerusalem. And the mountains are all around Jerusalem. They're actually a little higher than the ancient city of David was. And of ancient Jerusalem, the mountains around it, the Mount of Olives is higher than Jerusalem. So it's like Jerusalem is protected by the mountains of the Lord. From whence comes our help? And you can just picture the Israelites looking up and then looking even higher up to the heavens and talking about the God that created the heavens. and. They're just beautiful when you read them within the context of this pilgrimage. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His people from this time forth and forevermore I can't tell you how many times I have sat there in Jerusalem and repeated this, as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so the Lord is around his people. And it's just such a picture of the strength of God that's all around us, that we can go through life and we can count on it, that he's there to cover us and to protect us. Oh, they goes on and on and on, and um, um, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you will be happy and it will be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children will be like olive plants around your table. It's just describing the blessedness of those that obey His commandments, that come up to Jerusalem, that observe His commandments, that they'll be blessed. The Lord bless you out of Zion, it says, and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. So these are the Psalms of Ascent, Psalm 120 through 134. Um, The last one, I'll just end here. I'll jump ahead to 134. Behold, bless the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. See, we've now arrived. We've arrived to the house of the Lord, and this is talking about... Blessed are the servants that stand all night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you out of Zion. Amen. Um, So that's the Psalms of Ascent. Next week I'm going to talk about another series of psalms that are used in Jewish prayer. Um, but for this week, we'll keep going on what we've read so far this week. So we also read uh, one of the psalms written by the priest. And this is Psalm 84. And I told you how that some of the psalms are written by the sons of Korah. And that those psalms tend to talk about um, the, the beauty of the house of the Lord. And... Um, Let me just find here, yes, uh, the longing for the temple here. So I want to read to you parts of this. Remember now we've arrived in Jerusalem. We're standing there in the temple, the house of the Lord. And um, this is what it's like. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord, can you imagine? The psalmist here has found some birds that have come into the temple. They're saying, even the swallow has found a place for her nest at your altar, O Lord, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage, whose heart is set on making this pilgrimage up to the house of the Lord. As they pass through the valley of Baca, Baca means weeping, and we don't know if there really was a valley named Baca or if this is talking uh, metaphorically, but even though they pass through a valley of weeping, they make it a spring. The rain covers it with pools, and they go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I know a song where you sing that. Better is a day in your courts, better is a day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God Then dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, if only... How often do we long for the presence of God like this and long to go to church like they longed to go to the tabernacle and be in the presence of God? You know, another Psalm that we sang this week uh, or we read this week is a very famous Psalm that many of us have turned to at times of need in our lives, and I know people that pray this psalm audibly every single morning of their life because it's a prayer of covering and of protection. So I want to uh, read this psalm in closing uh, over you. It's Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that strikes in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe it with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the Lord Most High your dwelling, No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and on the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Well, yea and amen. I pray that the Psalms this week minister deep to your soul, to your spirit, to your mind, and that you come out of it renewed and refreshed. And I'll be back here again next week as we continue on our walk through the Psalms and our journey through the Bible. Okay, see you then. And until then, the Lord bless you richly. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Out of Zion with Susan Michael. Be sure to subscribe to Out of Zion now on Apple Podcasts, cpnshows.com, YouTube, or wherever you like to listen and learn. Out of Zion with Susan Michael is a production of ICEJ USA. All rights reserved.